back and i am the biggest carolina panthers fan yeah you're huge i actually agree so much with your tweet that getting to wear that color is be sick talk about a huge w for you yes it's like there's certain teams that have good like the seahawks would be cool seahawks cool panthers cool dolphins i kind of like low-key if you should you let the mikeys know what we're talking about just so in case. my boy matt ionitis the stupid ass, the worst team in the NFL. By far. The Washington Commanders, the commies, the comrades. What a fucking stupid Losers name. made the biggest mistake in their franchise's history and cut Matt. But he, obviously, because he's in high demand, he's a top elite level defensive tackle, signed immediately with the Carolina Panthers. So, which is perfect for me because I've been a Carolina Panthers fan my entire life. Yeah. I've bled blue. Everybody knows Not that about everyone. You. If there's one thing you know about me. It's that I am the biggest Panthers fan. <laughs> I'm obsessed. I, you know what I really want to do though? It would have made this way better. I was trying find to a jersey. find a hat. Yeah, or a trying, hat. Or I was something. trying to rock a Panthers hat for this. Would have made it it's way tough to, better. Tough to find gear for the Panthers. Yeah. up north and last In, minute. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like a final day. notice. <laughs> yeah, I literally was like googling. Oh, there's models or this. Am I gonna find one? So, I was gonna order it and expedite ship it. Fun fact: When I was a kid, before I became a Giants fan, I told you I was a football team fan, right? Well, uh, I could say Redskins because at the time they were called. Yes, that's yes. So I was a Redskins fan because my family. Racist ass team and franchise. Yeah, fuck that franchise. Fuck them. I was a Redskins fan and then because of my family and then like I. Because of your racist family. Yeah, my racist ass <laughs> family. And then I became a, a Tampa Bay Bucks fan actually for like two years. Because of your pirate ass family. Because of my pirate, <laughs> the pirate side of my, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. of the lineage that goes back the, to the old Blackbeard. This. Old <laughs> yeah. Uncle Blackbeard as we called him. <laughs> uh, Inside your family that calls everyone scallywags. And, and actually, be, partly because of my racist family as well, because I really loved John Gruden at the time. Right. That's so, also more racist. Yeah. He yes. just felt we didn't know he yes. was racist. He, racist vibes. Yeah. He gave us big racist and energy. Then all, and then also his brother was a coach of the <laughs> Redskins, natural transition. I like yeah. to think of like a, a basic girl being like, oh, I'm getting big racist energy out of you right now. <laughs> Oh, give me that racist energy. B-R-E, like sort of B-D-E, you just put that in your <laughs> yeah, shirt. Exactly. Big racist energy. So I was a Bucks fan for like one season. Literally, I changed to being a Giants fan just because I couldn't find, like every store, every sports store you would go to up by where we live in the Northeast, no Bucks gear. But there would be like Eagles, Giants, Jets, like all of these local team gear. And I'd be like, I just ended up picking the Giants because they were on the shelf. That's actually true. I never thought of the fact that you're not technically local to the Giants. That, I don't know why that never occurred to me. I always I hate when people say that though because it's pretty much the same drive to New York City from Scranton than it as it is to Philly. That's how it is where I grew up as well. So I we always got Philly and New York local channels. So it's very mixed: Eagles, Jets, Giants. You get all three of them. Exactly. Yeah. People are always like, "Oh, you grew up in Pennsylvania. Why aren't you an Eagles fan?" I'm like, I don't know. Like, yeah. fuck off. Yeah. When did when did you sign a was there a rule that if I grew up in the state, I have to pick a team from that state? Right. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Um everyone should try just switching teams, though. It's really fun. It's really nice to just not feel like you're stuck to a team. 
Like football, the, the idea of switching is nice. Football is different for me. I don't, I couldn't do nah, what you're doing. It's so sick. Like you can like your friend without just liking the team that he's nah, on, it, especially cause he's, it's not like he's a, you act like he's like a quarterback sometimes. <laughs> like you're like, wherever he goes, that's where I'm a fan of. And he's going to change that team. <laughs> Speaking of changing that team. So the first thing I did was the Panthers posted that they signed him on Instagram. I commented, Oh yeah, I wrote down what I commented. I was like, damn, we are Super Bowl bound now with like this. We, the, I love the, you're yeah. already going. We <laughs> with the emoji with the things blowing smoke out of its nose, like being all tough. And dude, I got roasted by people <laughs> just being like, fam, are you serious? Blah, blah, blah. Like real Panthers fans being yeah. like, we fucking picked up Matt Ionitis. Like, yeah. what are you talking dude, about? Like, he's good, bro, but let's chill out. Like, I was like, <laughs> all, all the comments I was getting. And I was yeah. like, no, you'll see, man. You'll see. See, you somehow in that moment, you somehow already, found yourself in Panthers Twitter. You didn't even realize. Realize I'm it. already deep in this. Yeah, it was so funny. In a day, I just unfollowed all the uh, commies, Twitter accounts, like the bloggers, the writers, the Reddit page. I just did all Panthers so, ones. Seri nice. Serious question. Have you talked to him? Yeah, I talked to him for a while. The night it, he got cut at first. What is that like? Like, is he super bummed? Like, I imagine he's got to be a little. They, no, he's he been was there fine. His he, pro whole he probably career, right. Yeah, six years. He was one of the longest tenure guys on the team. He probably doesn't want me giving away too much info, but he was fine. I didn't expect to call him, and he's like devastated. He he knew he'd be okay. What about the whole side of? And again, if you you don't yeah. have to comment on this if you don't want to. Like, I can't imagine. That. I always wonder this. The whole side of like moving your whole like he just bought a house is he just going to keep that house and that'll be his main house and maybe he'll have an apartment during the season or something yeah especially because he signed a one-year deal so it doesn't make sense to move everything down right yeah you probably you have a main house probably rent for the season you know a lot of guys they don't their primary residence isn't even buy like like when he was on Washington, it's not by their facility. You know, it's like they have a house there, but then their main house might be, you know, some guys are all over the country. Yeah, exactly. So, or I think about guys like, like Tyrod Taylor just signed with the Giants. Right. I think about guys like him. Like you're going to a new team every year. Yeah, it's not necessarily like guys are moving all the time, you know, and and the idea of like, I'm going to rent a place, like they're making good money. That and they're like not, adults with kids yeah. and wives. Yeah, so that's probably like the bigger deal is if you have kids that are going to school and stuff. He, Matt is a son that's pretty young though, so that doesn't matter as much, but. I have also another question for him. Maybe if you could just peg him with all these questions real quick. Yeah, just and then come back give to us the next side scoop. Yeah. Does he did he have a favorite team? Like what's that like? Not really. That's another thing. Like people think I make that up or that he says that as a, you know, politically correct answer to be like, oh, I don't care where I go. But he never really I couldn't tell you what his favorite team is. I feel like he might have said, Oh, I kinda like like the I want to say Steelers, but I don't even know if that's, I'm just making that up. I really don't think he had a team. I don't think he cared. Yeah. So I don't know. That's interesting. I, yeah. I would assume everybody who loves football enough to get to the point where you are a professional football player, because you got to like put so much time, your whole life is football. Right. That like you had a favorite team as a kid growing up, but I guess it's possible. I mean, maybe he did. I just, it wasn't a big, it. it wasn't a big thing that we, you know, he's not one of those guys that always is like, yeah, he never a diehard of any team. Much. Yeah. But yeah, he wasn't, I mean, he was, I talked to him for a while that night. He was very much totally fine. Cause you know, it wasn't like that was it. He was going to, it was going to work out just a matter of figuring out where. So it worked out. And uh, the Panthers coach was his college coach. So. I promise you also, this is the only podcast you can listen to where the leading storyline will be Matt Ioannidis yeah. signing with the Carolina yeah. Panthers. I also was laughing at, well, maybe I shouldn't give this away, but the the person who was breaking the stories, it was uh, Bussin' with the Boys and Will Compton. Because their boys from Will was on the- Will, Will was in Matt's wedding, so I think, and he Will would always say, per source, so- 
It's funny. Figure out who the source is, but <laughs> I always thought that was funny whenever the news would break. And be like, per source, Matt Ionite is signed with the Panthers. Like, yeah, I wonder who the source is. <laughs> yeah. I always think it's funny when, like, the guys who do break news, like, for a living, like, the chef. Yeah, I was so pissed. The way that they break it, you can tell that the person's agent, like, literally wrote the tweet for them. Right. Like, they're like, so-and-so was able to negotiate this amazing deal. And you're yeah. like, all right. Like, it's like a PR statement. Yeah, you yeah. are a PR agent for their agent. Right. That's how you get the news. Right, that's how you get the news. You scoops. just suck every agent's dick. Yeah. And you're like, I'll do whatever you want. That's really, Schefter has probably sucked the most dicks in the NFL. Easily. Like, if you took, if you took man, woman, whoever has sucked the most dicks of anyone affiliated with the NFL, Adam Schefter has probably sucked the most dicks. You want to talk about things that don't matter, that people act like they matter, Breaking news is one of them. Yeah, because also so many things that like in sports anyway. Right. I think about the NBA, for instance, uh, like Woj and uh, Sham, like Shams are always going back and forth. But it's just a matter of whose tweet I see first. You know what I mean? That's who broke it to me. Because even if Shams tweets it, he goes per Woj. But I saw it from Shams. So what does it matter? I, exactly. I don't care. Nobody I think really cares. You need to be more likable rather than first. Yeah. Because, yeah, I, if I follow like i actually like ian rapaport more than i like Schefter. i think Schefter kind of sucks yeah Schefter definitely breaks more news in nfl right but it doesn't but matter. like does the it... instant that Schefter breaks it so does rapaport so i'm gonna yeah. see it just as fast right it, no one i don't think anyone really cares besides for the people breaking the news yes and i really can't stand when they're like per me and this person yeah only one person can get credit no i actually am okay with that because sometimes it's because you're, you want to give credit to other people. I think it's good to over, but if you over give credit. If you want to give credit to other people, then like you just didn't break the news. You should just say per that person. Otherwise, it's not your breaking news. Yeah, I don't know. Don't how say per answer. me and like that's how they write the tweet. Yeah. So Matt Ionite is signing with the Carolina Panthers per me and Will Compton. Yeah. It's like, no, per Will Compton, you read Will Compton's tweet and now you're tweeting it. Yeah, I don't know how that works. I, I think it goes back to like it's, nobody really cares. It's just so dumb. They, yeah, they care so, so much dumb. about shit no one cares about. Um, speaking of sports, because this is a huge sports podcast, we're talking about, uh, we were talking before about college basketball. March yeah, are you gonna talk going to talk about March Madness? Um, so I haven't watched a single game. But you know oh, what yeah, that was? Peacocks. That was a peacock. I'm Shouts glad out. you could recognize our, our it. Our local team. You're a bird guy, huh? Our local, dude. I didn't realize how much of a... That was a perfect peacock noise, and you perfect, knew it right away. Perfect peacock noise. Well, I mean, if there's two things people know about me. I'm a lifelong Panthers fan and a lifelong Peacocks fan. Yeah. That's me. Panthers and St. Peter's Panthers peacocks. Panthers and St. Peter's till I fucking die, baby. I saw a hilarious video, because like... St. Peter's, if you don't know, they beat Kentucky. And then last night they beat Murray State. So they're actually in the Sweet 16 now. They're a 15 seed. 15 seed. And they this is their first ever tournament their basketball team's ever made. And they're actually in downtown Jersey City. So like right down the road from Chen's and I. Right. And I saw a funny video where someone like Google Maps and was doing like yeah, the satellite the view where you thing, could yeah. like uh, go through the streets. And they were like, this is St. Peter's campus. Like, this is just a street. It's like a block. Yeah. It's literally like a block with like normal apartment buildings. And nothing about it looks like a college campus. And the guy was just like laughing, being like, fucking Kentucky lost to this team on this campus. Like, yeah. this looks like somewhere in the middle of fucking up the Upper East Side. I think St. Peter's is a notorious commuter school. So that probably would explain the small non-existent campus. Yeah, it would make sense. That but, would make sense big time. But it is crazy when things like that you would think like how does a team like that win 
against Kentucky, you know? Kentucky, half the, those guys are going to be in the NBA for at least some point in their lives, you know? I think that's those how. Those St. Peter's guys are going to be working in accounting in a year. I think I think the those guys that are going to be in the NBA, they don't have that talent that it takes. And this is why I like college basketball more. They're still not there maturity, talent-wise to be able to just take over a game. There's a select few in college that maybe can take over a game, but even those guys like can't really take over a game the way that like if you have LeBron James on your team, well, up until this year, yeah. if you have LeBron James on your team, you're making the playoffs right. and probably going to be the one seed. You develop that kind of killer instinct as you probably mature in your basketball career. And also as like once basketball becomes your job, all you do is just shoot all day long and then you just miss less. Yeah. Where like even the best guys in college basketball, the best scorers in the nation, like they miss all the time compared to the NBA. When you watch a college basketball game versus an NBA game, they just miss so much more. It is crazy. Yeah. It's well, because NBA is ridiculous. They just hit every shot now, if, if which is awesome. If you're open in the NBA, yeah. you are making the shot. But that's why I like the NBA people, which is so funny because people have been complaining now. I've heard people say they're too good at shooting, but people used to also say they dunk too much. So before the complaint was, the, 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 they should raise the rim. It's too easy. All these guys just dunk. Now these guys shoot from half court and they just hit every shot. Like, that they're was too a real good complaint. at shooting. The dunk thing was a real complaint. Yes. Old, like older guy complaint. Oh, I hate that. Older guy complaint. Like my dad. Sorry, dad. Because <laughs> I guess like, back in the like day, they, it used to be like a big deal to dunk probably. Yeah. And then dunking got too easy. Like, oh, guys dunk too much. and It's too easy. Blah, blah, blah. And now it's like, oh, they, they're too good at shooting. It's boring. They're all too, like literally they're too good. There's, it's all right, sick. So there's one thing I want to talk about here. And then we can get into our, our first segment, a brand new segment. Brand, so I hope you guys are excited about it. Brand new segment from our genius brains. I've been watching a lot of college, watching pretty much college basketball all day for the last three days. And there's this, watched a minute. There's this commercial that keeps coming on that is firing me up where it's like just a black screen and all you hear is the audio from the announcers. And it, it was like the final shot, like an insane shot that was made in the NCAA women's tournament. But the whole screen is black and it's like so-and-so like made this shot like on a buzzer beater to win the game. And like you can hear the announcer being like, and she throws it up and it's in. And it's like, but you probably didn't even see it. And the screen's black, so you can't see what's happening. And then it's like 40% of women, like, or 40% of college athletes are women. And like, no, basically like a women's sports advocacy thing. Like people don't watch women's sports here. What I hate about it is they are making it seem like, like women's sports are being held down and not being shown by the media. But it's the other way around. Like the media is going to show whatever people want to right, watch. It's a reflection of the people, not of the media. Exactly. If people really were like dying to watch more women's college basketball, I promise you they would put it on TV. If we wanted to watch more horse racing instead of basketball, there'd be horse racing on TV. Exactly. Okay. But people don't want to watch it because it is just not, it's not nearly as exciting of a sport to watch when women play it. There are sports that are much more exciting when women play it. Soccer, I think is one. When I watch men's soccer, they're almost like, too athletic where like there's no there's not a lot of like strategic gameplay going on at least from my little knowledge of soccer yeah I don't know like it feels like it. they're just like booting the ball back and forth and they can't get anything done because everyone's such a good athlete that like if you make a mistake people can recover quickly where like when i watch women's soccer it feels like they're like running plays i like women's soccer more just because a the, the women's u.s team is better and, that's another thing too. and b 
they have better personalities. Like the men's teams always are kind of boring. Whereas I feel like the like the women on the U.S. national teams always have more personality. They're more fired like, up. They like yeah, taunt and they're shit. They're more interesting. Something about them is just and also volleyball more compelling. When well, I watch volleyball, only during the Olympics, do I, I wonder ever watch why. It. Get the fuck out I wonder of here. This why isn't an ass thing. Women's volleyball Don't make is this an ass thing. It, You're making this about ass. Then what is? what else could it be about? It's more exciting. What, because of the same because, reason. Because? Because of the same reason men's soccer is less exciting. Men use too much strategy in volleyball? Volleyball, ball goes over. It's like bump, hit, spike. And the men, the men are so powerful with that spike that it's almost impossible for the other team to do anything. Because women don't have as much power behind their spike, there's more like rallies that happen. And it becomes more entertaining. So like there are times, I'm not saying, it's not a women versus men and men are always more exciting to watch. There are moments when women are more exciting to watch in a sport. Basketball, not one of them, not even close. But there are certain women who are sick. Like who's the, I forget what, is she in Iowa? Who's that one chick that was just going off? I was like, I want to buy this girl's jersey. She was hitting half court shots every. Really? Oh, you, know, you didn't see that? No. She, she, whoever like the best. Win, I'm gonna. I wish see I the media held her down. They didn't let me. No, but it was going viral. Like one game, she went off, and then people were like, "Yo, if you're not paying attention, how good this girl is, you're missing out." And her stats are crazy. Some I, th- I want to say she's like some white chicken from Iowa or some shit like that. She's nasty. Yeah. And with watching her play, she looks like she's Steph Curry playing against everyone. Like she was sick. Even still, like I've I've watched some of those games before, and like, but that's why I don't like college basketball in general versus NBA because I just think they're just not as good. I'm just watching people brick shots and just like fuck up. Yeah, it, I don't know. It's don't more know. exciting to me. I Maybe. think the result is a little bit. Uh, the result, not even a little bit. The result is much harder to predict because yes, the result is much harder is if, in all college sports. I would say yeah. college sports that you can't rely on the players to show up. Every single time I gamble on college basketball or, or uh, NCAA football, I'm like, I don't know why I called it college, yeah. like college it's like football. It's a video game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> NCAA, when I play gamble on NCAA football 99, <laughs> like, um, I always like, if I lose, I'd be like, what a fucking idiot. Like, I literally just gambled on like 18 year old kids. Yeah. And like, they could have gone out the night before and were drinking. Like, well, what the fuck? Professional players do that too. They go out drinking the night before games. All yes, time. but they're pros. Right. Like, they're like adults. I don't yeah. know. They could like get their shit together better. Like, these kids are like very driven by a mo- They're still 18. Although, some of these guys, they say they're kids and you look at them like, that guy could be 35. Oh, <laughs> the NCAA wrestling. I watched NCAA wrestling this weekend. Yeah. The tournament. I fuck. I only watch it this time of the year, but I love it. It's actually really good. And guess what? It's on ESPN. So if you're entertaining enough of a sport and people are asking for it to be publicized, it will be. There are some guys because of all the red shirts in the COVID year and all the shit they did in wrestling. There were literally 26 year olds wrestling in the tournament this year. That's cool. 26 wrestling in college still. Wrestling an 18 year old would be crazy at 26. Yeah, exactly. If you're a real wrestler and you're wrestling a kid eight years your junior. That's, what, That's the one wild. kid uh, I made it. I thought I made a good joke. I, don't know. I was like, I made a good joke in the group chat. All that matters is if you think it was a good joke. If I mean, you laugh and you like it. That's all that matters. I'm in a group Fuck chat everyone. with the wrestling kids from Gettysburg, and we talk about the tournament every year when it's on. And the one kid went. So just Jared Manny TC. Well, and all the other guys that were on the team that like you don't even know. Oh, uh, exactly. And just you. I don't even have their numbers saved. Like I don't know who any of them are. I know their names at this point, but I don't have their numbers saved. But yeah, there's like 13 of us in there. And the one guy was like, 
damn, like, because one kid went 0-2, he lost, it's a double elimination, he lost both of his matches, yeah. and he's been in school forever, and they're like, imagine- Like Perry Ellis at Kentucky, or Exactly, whatever, or like, Kansas. imagine being 26 years old and going 0-2 at the NCAA wrestling tournament, yeah. and I was like, I was like, no national championships, and you don't have a 401k? What a fucking <laughs> idiot. <laughs> um, it, was, we, it was okay, that's like a- Thank you. Five out of 10. Five out of 10? Yeah. I'll take it. Which is a bad. No, not bad. at all. Especially as just a throwaway. I'm shooting for five out of 10. Right. Yes. Yes. Five out of 10. In a group text? Batting 500 on just spur of the moment jokes. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. So going into our new segment. Yeah. You want to introduce it for the people? That is related to. But the first one we could do is related to what our conversation is. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, Well. You want to introduce it? Introduce it first. So. This is a little teaser into the direction we're going to go, even though we've kind of been doing that anyway with the, with the corner of the internet segment. We're going to start leaning more into the internet brand, vibe, should we, world. Should we let, like, because these are early Mikeys, our early adopters. These are the OGs. Let them a little bit in on, like, behind the scenes. Sure. So we've always had this issue where when people ask us, what is your podcast about? We don't have an answer. We just, we just try to be funny we and show talk up, about we pop talk, culture. We, so we've stuff. been trying to figure out what is our answer to that question. And we realize the answer is it's about the internet. This is a show about what's happening on the internet. Or what has happened on the or internet. Or what has happened on the internet. So with that in mind, our main segments are now going to be corners of the internet, which we've already started, and... Verbal tweets. Which are basically... <laughs> it's, just, it's the same thing. Our funny thoughts from the week that we yes. sometimes tweet out, or if we don't tweet them I think out. we should tweet them out. I think it should be a rule. Like, you have to tweet it. Yeah. And then you can... Mikey's, if you follow us on Twitter, yes. you can get a sneak preview of what we're going to talk so about So our verbal tweets are always going to be random things that we tweet or things we... Know, but we're going to tweet them. So yes. you can follow... The, our social handles are in the description if you want to follow us, but that's where our ideas for this is going to come from. But... There's still more we're going to do, but these are two things going forward. But there's a lot more changes than just that. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, Okay, so mine that I was thinking when I was watching basketball is how weird is the concept of like dribbling a basketball? Like we don't, there's no other sport where that is really done, right? Uh, Handball. No, they just run with it, don't they? Uh, I think they dribble. Do they? No, they're not allowed to move. They're allowed to take one dribble. You're right. They have to stand still you, unless they take one you dribble. dribble. But do you think handballs was invented before no, basketball? No, 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 no. Okay, so then handball literally looked at basketball and was like, okay, let's look at that dribbling yeah, no, concept. You, you can continuously dribble in handball. So, so fake ass handball. Hand. I just imagine like them invent, I was imagining them inventing basketball and every other sport at that point in time, you like get the ball in your hands and you can run with it. Or it's soccer and like, obviously you can't hold the ball in soccer, so you have to like kick it. But like imagine like the, you start playing basketball for the first time and you get the ball and you just start running with it and the guy's like, no, no, no. In order to go anywhere with the ball, you have to be continuously bouncing it off the ground. Like now it's so normal to us, but I was just watching it being like, that's fucking weird. I mean, you think about any sport and how they come up with it is, is weird. If you stop and think about anything in the creation of it, it's like, how did you just come up with that? Most things. Yeah. But a lot of them are based on something. I guess like there got it. There has to be one guy who's the original like, creator. Like think about how many rules there are in baseball. Like you could just be like, okay, I'm gonna throw the ball, see if you can hit it. But then you just add a hundred different rules. Like when did you start coming up with these rules? Like why'd you decide on four bases? Why'd you decide on the shape? Why'd you decide on the strike? Like 
the strike zone? Why did you decide on the baseball's a crazy? You're on a one. mound. Like there's so many different things. Why, why does there have to be a fence? Like you take that for granted, but that's that's actually what I think holds the sport of wrestling down. Is they're still doing shit like that. Like ev- every year there's like new rules that you have to learn. Because any kind of combat thing, it's all I mean, wrestling is probably less subjective, but there's st- it's like very subjective. Is it all right, good. So that makes you feel better about my point. It's like all points, like subjective kind of points. Was he in control? Was yeah. he like there's too much still scrambling in those sports? I yeah. feel like that's what holds MMA and all those kinds of things back, is that there's it's less concrete of what's going on. I get it could help in a way that leads to people debating who who do I think won, but you don't want ambiguity in the result. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. That's one of the things about wrestling is people are like, that's why they change the rules. Because everybody bitches about this happening and this not being true to the sport. and But always someone's going to find a way to take advantage of a little rule in some way. And then they have to change it a little bit more. Which I don't mind, but I do think it keeps the sport from being more popular when you are constantly changing rules that people now have to pick up on what the new rule changes. Right. Yeah, because it alters probably your approach to And really what holds the whole sport down, not to go off on a wrestling tangent here, but uh, the sport that we wrestle in the U.S. our entire lives and all the way through college is a completely different sport almost to what they wrestle on the Olympic level. The entire- In terms of the point system? Point system, rules, everything about it is different. Would your wrestling techniques be the same? No, because it's so- can't even describe to you how different it is. We need that group chat to be here to tell us. They, they wouldn't even know. I've asked them before. I'm like, guy, because I've tried to watch like Olympic and world wrestling. And I'm like, can you guys explain to me like what the fuck is going on here? Like, this is not the same sport that we watch every year in March. That's and they're like, it's too much to explain. I'm like, fuck <laughs> you guys. Uh, uh, another thing going back to the dribbling point. Also imagine the people who came up with the concept of dribbling the basketball and how they for sure didn't have in mind how good people could dribble now. Like imagine like they were just like, yeah, you have to bounce it. And it's just with one hand, just yeah, like that. And then if you show them now with like Kyrie Irving and Steph you Curry doing the dribble the ball, they'd be like, what the fuck? Were like, you in office? do this? Were you an office guy? Not really, kind of. Uh, like, well, I there's a legendary those. office episode where they play basketball against the guys in the um the guys in the factory or the guys in the warehouse. Yeah. And Michael Scott thinks Stanley's going to be really good because he's, he's black. black yeah. <laughs> and then Stanley gets the ball for the first time. And he's like, he like doesn't know how to drink. It's so fucking funny. That's just what popped into my head. <laughs> yeah. But that definitely confuses them. But like, you're right. You could say that about a lot of things. Like you the sh- classic one is like hugs. Like everyone always like that's a classic joke people make. Or like imagine hugs? the first guy to give a hug. Like it's, it's very normal for us to hug people. Now. I think kissing is weirder. Both. You could say it about both. Imagine, but hugs you do to like everyone. Kissing is like a very intimate thing. Hugs are like, I'll, I'll hug a stranger. But, right. But it's also but imagine like, being like, just embrace, yep, just just stay here for a second. But like, embrace, but like, yeah, but embracing, I kind of get it because it's like a touchy, like it's intimate to touch. You're hugging, you're trying to show affection for the person. But kissing, like someone could have said, no, kissing is. What do they call it? Eskimo kisses? You rub noses or like rub ears? Like that could have been it. I, I imagine two people hugging and like, you know, it was, it's normal to hug, but like maybe back back before kissing was invented, hugs is like as far as you went. Like hugs was was Just squeeze as hard as you can. Yeah, hug was home. You know, <laughs> now hugs is like, you're just like, like stepping into the batter the ball, box. The ball's in play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like- You just made contact. You're like, you're hugging. And then like, you just like look at the girl's face. And you're just like- <laughs> 
So hot. She's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, ew. Let's just touch our lips together. <laughs> that was like the equivalent of anal yeah. now. <laughs> you want to touch our eating holes? <laughs> That's where food goes. Ew. Ew, gross. That's not what it's meant for. What if your food gets in my food hole? <laughs> but seriously, what like what if someone just decided it rubbing like nuzzling foreheads was the move? What if that was, what if we just went up to each other and we just like pushed our, like rams or like deer fighting with their antlers? Like that's what we did. Haley, all of these things you mentioned, Haley and I do all the time. Yeah. Rub forehead. That could be ears. hot. I just like go up to her and we rub earlobes. Like a cat. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's hotter. Maybe that sounds more that erotic in a way. That's, that's, that's a, a funny cat observation. What if we were cats? Yeah. <laughs> what if, what if humans were cats is yes. what we really landed on. Yes. Um, yeah. If you stop and think about anything in the invent and how someone thought of it you start to realize how you took for granted how it's become normal in your everyday life or how just in society in general. And then you're like, someone had to at some point think of that when it wasn't normal and people thought it was weird. Yeah. Everything that's normal at some point was weird. Yeah. I mean, you can go back. This is a big Gary Vee thing. But oh God. Gary Vee does this all the time with like social media and he'll put clips of him in like 2004 yeah, yeah, yeah. being like, Get big on social media because it'll be all everyone uses. Right. And, and people are like, people are like, what are you talking about? Yeah, we'll never get what's it. What's this internet thing? Yeah. We'll never be able to get beyond human interaction. Human interaction will always win. And he's yeah. like, mm, I don't know about that. Yeah. He's right. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Um, all right. So I got a couple of verbal tweets. I'm excited. I, I don't know which ones you're going to go with here. So I'm excited to see which one you're going to start with. I'll start with how we have it. So I have, I've read your Twitter, your tweets this week. So I know some that are out there. So, and I've got some thoughts. I have a buddy. He actually just got the place, but he was looking for an apartment. Oh, was, I'm glad you're going with this. Yes. One. He was previously living in Brooklyn, but rent prices everywhere are going crazy. So he, and he lives alone. So he said, I'm going to go to Hoboken just because it's more affordable. So he was coming. He asked me and my other friend who have been living in Hoboken for a year just for advice because he's not familiar with the area. So he was coming and he wanted to work for my apartment for the day so we could look at places. And then I was just like interested, just want to help him because he's been viewing me as kind of an expert, a pseudo expert. Mm -hmm. So I said, I'll, I'll go check out places with you. So my tweet basically was, fellas, is it gay to help your friend look for apartments? Because every place we went, the realtor always saw we were a couple. No matter what, I would make it very clear. I'm just a second set of eyes. I'm just his advisor. I've been living here for a year. I have an apartment at so-and-so, blah, 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 blah. They would, when they would answer questions, they'd answer as if they're answering for both of us. They'd look at me when they're answering. They would respond to his email saying, it was nice to meet you and Vinny. They would just always kind of hint at they thought we were a gay couple. So is it just a gay thing to do to help your friend shop for apartments? I, I don't. So, I mean, at first, all these things you're saying are actually making me think that the realtor might have thought you were gay. When I read that tweet, I was like, somebody has their own thoughts mixed up. You thought that was just a reflection of how I, what I thought? No, no. I thought you were compensating for something. No. I was like, I, I read that and I was like, is Vinny gay? <laughs> I swear to God, that's the first thought that went through my head. No. And then I thought back to all the times you've talked about sucking my dick on this podcast. <laughs> and I was like, wait, it all, I, I had one of those like, uh, Alan from the hangover gif where like all the equations are going on around. I was like, wait a second. Like a brain blast like Jimmy Neutron. Like, brain I, blast. Cause I literally He's was gay. like, I bet you, I was picturing these interactions and I was picturing the realtor being like so normal and you just standing there being like, he thinks I'm fucking gay. <laughs> oh God. This fucking realtor thinks I'm gay. That, that is funny to be like, 
oh, maybe Vinny is gay. And then you have a flashback. And then the flashback is me being like, dude, I would suck that guy's dick. So it's me being like over the top super <laughs> yes. gay. It's like, I never saw it before, but now it makes sense. Like I've been talking about blowing dudes for like a year straight. <laughs> um, no, I thought, hey, I'm just his friend helping out. They'd be like, oh, his friend is basically how they were interpreting what I was saying. And they all acted like I was a couple. And I was like, is this a gay thing to do? Like I'm just helping my friend out. I had this, uh, a similar interaction happen where... Like when I was, I was selling to someone at work and they referred to their business partner as their partner. <laughs> and like for the longest time, I thought they, they were gay together. And I forget how I ever even realized like, oh, wait, they're just business, business partners. Partners. But like if you refer it like, yeah, like I just have to talk to my partner about this. I'm yeah, going to think you're talking that. about like your, your spouse, your significant other. Like, well, if you're discussing business. I guess, yeah, I should lean Yeah, that you way. should lean business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't know, but that's funny. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I thought I was just helping a friend out, but apparently I was being, a, you know, super gay. <laughs> it is, it, I'm, yeah, it is kind of a gay Not anything wrong with being gay. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but it is kind of a gay activity to do with your friend. Is it? A little bit, because like, what are you, wh- why, why did he need you to go with him? He just wanted company? To get an idea of... You know, oh, the apartment is worth X. Is what I'm getting here really worth what I'd be paying? You know, because you could see something be like, oh, this makes sense. But I could really be like, eh, I don't know. I've seen other plate, like my friends play, pay X and they have the dishwasher, the washer dryer and unit in a dishwasher. Like, it doesn't make sense. Or, gotcha. eh, but this is a bad location. Like you're paying more for the location, but it really doesn't matter if you're a few blocks that way. Maybe something like that. You're just like a good friend. Yes, I, I would never. I would. I would, would not take my that. time to go. I think it's fun seeing the apartments and stuff like that. I guess. Also, not a good selection in comparison to when I was looking. I'm really lucky. That I was going to say last though. time I went apartment hunting, I didn't have a great time. So maybe I just have like recency bias. Mine have surprisingly of all the things in my life that never work out and make me upset. Apartment hunting has kind of worked out for me. Like the process has never been too difficult. Same, but that's yeah. just because I settle. Oh, no. I literally pretty much, ex- except for the most recent one, we actually saw like four or five. The two before that, I saw one place. Really? And was like, this is great. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I told the story about my New York City apartment, right? When I took it and there was a girl there. Did I ever say that story? Maybe. And then I thought your sister lived with you in New York City. She did towards the end because my roommate moved out. And then the, the girl was- roommate. Are you saying you had a girl that was living no, there no, already and you had no, to move? No, no, oh. I had a guy, I had a roommate who I worked with. He moved out. I had a friend moving in and then like a couple weeks before bailed. And then I had to find a random roommate, but then my sister was working close by. So she said, oh, I'll just move in. That would make sense. I'm like, I'd rather that than a random dude that I don't know. So Gaia, Gaia. But when me and my former coworker were looking for that place, we were having a bad experience. We were using, I forget the name of the company, but it was like a free, they try to help you find apartments and they just would not find us anything good. And I was getting mad because they'd be like, what's your budget? Say I threw out 3000 If the place was like 3025 he wouldn't show it to us. But at everything I wanted, I was like going to fucking kill this guy. Was, Dude, if it's slightly out of range, but has every single thing, like stop making it such a hard concrete thing. Like you can, if it goes a little, like you should be selling me on that. Is it better for you? Probably. Yeah. It's so annoying. I was getting annoyed. I said, fuck this guy. I'm doing it on my own. So I threw out a bunch of emails and tried to figure out. Me and my friends, we were working together. We went during work. We looked at this one place. We walk in. There's a girl there already looking at the place and FaceTiming with her, what I assume is her, going to be her roommate. Okay. I never told the story. Or, you don't remember the story? Or her girlfriend. Or her girlfriend. <laughs> well, still going to be living with her. Yes. 
I haven't told the story, I guess. So we're so we go in really quick. Yeah. I always uh I never get that nervous about potentially losing my job because I always know worst case scenario, I could go become a realtor and be yeah. like 30 times better than any realtor I've ever dealt with before. Half the time realtors, they just have the keys to everything and let That's you a, in. They That's just let you in and they just stand there and watch you walk around. Walk around town and let people indoors. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, too much. But so I get in, there was a, the realtors in there smoking hot also. I wish I remembered her name and like she was... Oof. And this other girl <laughs> who's looking, she's FaceTiming. Well, Does that make you like the apartment a little bit more, you think? Maybe, because I took it. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So You didn't want to disappoint her. So she's FaceTiming her roommate, I think, and walking around. Me and my friend, we're getting like close on the time we have to move. We haven't had a good experience. We get in, it seemed kind of good. We're like running around. It's a small apartment, <laughs> sprinting. I'm like, I didn't even get a chance to look at the bathroom yet, which is a huge thing for me because I always check the flush. That's like my biggest thing. It has to have a strong flush. I check the flush. That's my first I've thing. I've never I, heard that before. I didn't even check that. Yeah, because you imagine living in an apartment with a weak flush and we're about calling your toilet all the time. I've never even thought about Dude, it. Dude, fucking night. That's the first thing I do, flush the toilet. But we were so <laughs> panicked because we thought this girl was going to take it. We're running around. We're like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. So, and I, it was like a cartoon. Like our feet are moving really fast. We're like, should we take it? Should we take it? Should we take it? We'll take it. And then we do that. The girl FaceTiming, she like real, she didn't expect that to happen. Immediately breaks down crying, <gasps> hysterically crying. She's like, wait, but, but cries her eyes out. So it's me and my roommate now standing there watching this girl cry her eyes out. The realtor's next to us. She just go after like a couple seconds, she goes, I'm sorry, but it's their apartment now. You got to leave. <laughs> <laughs> kicked her out. <laughs> And just kicked her out. And she was like, wait, really? She's like, yeah, you got to leave and Bro, kick her out. what a cutthroat yeah. fucking world. Yeah. Oh my God. She was already looking at it. We just ran in and I'm not even kidding. Less than a minute. We're like, we'll take it. And she just starts crying. We're like, get the fuck out. You'll live here, bitch. <laughs> I, mean, I picture you and your coworker standing there like with your arms crossed. Like, yeah. No, it was, dude, it was so awkward. I couldn't even look at her. Go. It was, it, <laughs> get out of here. Get the fuck out. <laughs> you're, you're trespassing. Private you. property. Wait, you don't get your fucking tears on my carpet. <laughs> dude, it was so uncomfortable. I couldn't even look at her. It was really awkward. She left. And then the real, the realtor even said that technically she should have done that unless we had the cash on hand to like put the deposit down or whatever. Because you guys could bail. Always. Yeah. So, but she's like, just go get the money. You'll be fine. I was like, all right, you're the best and you're hot. Yeah. But, but whatever you say, lady, yeah, whatever you say, I'll do whatever you say. You take all my money. Here's my savings. Here's my bank uh, routing number. Um, but yeah, uh, made the girl cry. It was super awkward. That's how I got my last apartment. And then this apartment was a lot more smooth. <laughs> I have a fun apartment shopping story. Do it. When we were looking for this apartment, this also isn't fun at all, by the way, but fun story. We go to the one, this one place that we really like, we were liking it and like something like it smelled like a cat really bad in there. So we could tell whoever lived there at that moment had a cat, but we couldn't see the cat anywhere. Finally, we like go to walk out to the back little yard area they had. We see the cat laying there on the ground and like, no joke, dude. Like I thought this cat was like dead. <laughs> All of us did. The the realtor lady, me, Haley. Here? It was down in Hoboken. Oh, uh, okay. So we're like, and then like eventually like one of us was like, <laughs> like stepped really hard <laughs> next to the cat and the cat's head was like very slowly, like looked up at us and we were like, oh, well, it's not dead I yet, but it's about well. to die. Fuck, that's sad. It was very sad. Did you help it? What were we supposed to do? It's not our cat. I think it's just an old cat. It was in the house. Oh, like someone lived there? Yes. You've never looked at an apartment that someone was like actively living in. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But they're moving out. So. Oh, all right. I thought you were saying there was just like a cat like by the apartment no. outside. I was like, dude, bring it to a fucking vet. No, no, uh, no. Okay. So it yeah. was someone else. Okay. Someone was, was taking care of. Whoever lived there. It was being taken care of. Okay. Yes. All Not right. that well. But okay. yes, it was quote unquote 
<laughs> owned by someone. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, poor kitty. Rest in peace. Seriously, like me and Haley left that. It actually kind of gave us a bad vibe about the whole apartment. Yeah, that we liked everything about it, but we were like, the dead, cat. dead cat. It's like, wow, that apartment was great. <laughs> except for the whole dead cat thing. That kind of sucked. <laughs> Sorry, I can't move here. There's a dead cat. <laughs> um, so does the dead cat come with the place or <laughs> is that something that we could have removed? <laughs> uh, all right, so let's hop into my second verbal tweet. Um, repl- all right, so... I work in basically a client services type role. The most frustrating thing is if you you fuck up, obviously everyone fucks up. I fuck up sometimes. And when a client replies all, so like my boss can see and the other people on their team can see that I did something wrong, makes infuriates me. So I had a client recently who just replied just to me, said, hey, I think this is wrong. Update it. I'm like, sure, no problem. Updated it. And I just tweeted out, you know, I like, Shouts out to the people that reply, hit reply instead of reply all when someone makes a mistake. So one, I don't, the person probably did it on purpose. So shout out to them. Yes. But if you ever are, at least in Gmail, if you reply to an email from your phone, it defaults to just yeah, reply like you have to only go to, to that. Reply you have all. to actually make it where like from your computer, it defaults to replying to everyone. Yeah. So that was one thing that popped in my head. I was like, Hopefully that person's a good dude, but maybe they just were responding from hey, their phone. It, it was a woman. Don't assume. Sorry, don't sorry. assume their gender. Second thing, I agree with you, but like you, you. It's so funny how different of a role you are in because you are in this like client services role, where I'm in a sales role, and I actually hate when people don't reply all. Right, because then it's certain because then it screws up the email chain of everyone's supposed to be communicating. And it like sometimes it feels like to me they're trying to like unloop their boss in. And I'm yeah. like, no, like let's keep your boss looped into this fucking converse. So like they will reply just to me and I will reply all back to their email and like have to manually add all the people that were on the thread before back in. And I'm like, what are you doing? I feel that. But what I'm saying is in particular this matters, particularly if you screw something up. Like if something is wrong. You do that, like replying just makes sense. But sometimes I kind of have a similar situation as you where I do something good or someone asks, someone just has an ad hoc request or has some annoying request and they just send it to me. I add my boss CC because I'm like, I want my boss to see that I'm yeah. doing shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I want, I'm like, you're, like if you're making me do shit, I want the credit for it. So fucking like, you know, so I'll do what you're saying is I'll add other people into the thread just so they could see like, hey, I got shit to do. Yeah. yeah. Or sometimes like I'll run into situations where I'm selling to someone who is a person's boss, right? And they're like, yes, we want to use this. I'm not going to be in charge though. Here's the person that's going to be in charge. So really what their boss just did is just put more work on their plate. So that person sometimes that I now am talking to will be less excited to get started with our app. And so I just always am like Like looping their boss in like, hey, waiting for your reply, CC your boss. Hey, you're kind of doing the opposite of what I said in the beginning. Exactly. So you're kind of being an asshole. I mean, I want the sale. Sales is a little different. Listen, if your boss told you, we're going to pay for this, we want to use it, I need you to go set it up, that's your fucking job to use it. Don't blame me because you didn't do your job and now I'm just bringing that to the attention of your boss. Sales, I could understand it, but like with what I'm doing, the contract's already done. Yes, exactly. So you're just, you're completely different. out of your way to make me look bad. Like that's not a matter of getting the, the work you want or getting the correct work, you're just trying to call me out. Yes, because I do actually hate when I have already closed a deal and the person will have like an issue and they'll write to me and then they will CC their boss. Yeah. Like, hey, blah, blah, blah isn't working in the app. And I'll be like, 
oh, you had to fucking see right. your boss. Why you got to snitch on shit? Yeah, like, exactly. we could figure this out, just me and right. you. Yeah. But then they're probably thinking like, yeah, your ass CC'd my boss <laughs> all the way leading up to this. So here you go. Yeah, what you deserve. Yep. Um. All right. So those are our verbal tweets. How you think that went for the first time? Good? Bad? I think it went well. Good. Yeah, yeah. that went good. Uh, do we have, so we're thinking for Ask the Mikeys, should we... Is there anything that stuck out to you as like a good question for people to write in? They want hot sauce, free pork slot hot sauce. Um, I mean, I was thinking like, you know, we talked about things that are weird if you invented it. Mm-hmm. I was kind of thinking that. That's not a bad one. Yeah. Or weird, weird inventions. What's, What's like, yeah, like a, a, an invention that you think, if you stop to think about it, it's really crazy that someone came up with it. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be like a physical, like engineering invention. It no. could just be like something we do right. that you're like, so anything that's weird normal, is that? That's normal in society today that you think is weird. Yep. Right. I like that. All right. Good. We might come up with, honestly, when we go through our corners of the internet, you might we might have, have multiple one. options. We might have so many questions for you guys to answer. And basically what we're going to do now is rather than picking our favorites, we've said this already, but if you write in and you DM us, even about anything in the episode that you are like, we, we have people always DM us and say, like, I am jumping out of my fucking chair because I want to say this to you guys. And we want to start giving those people credit, even though they're not answering the quote unquote question of that week. So our way to give those people credit is if you want to DM us and comment on something else in the episode, feel free and you will be entered to win a bottle yes. of hot sauce. Yes. Any type of participation with the show. Really quick you. before we get into our yes, corners I of the internet. Do. I was about to pull it up and I remembered you had it. So okay. I've got it pulled up here. A sneak peek. I'm going to be honest. We, we listened to it beforehand. He sounds so much cooler than we so could even sick. pretend to make sound. He sounds sound. so sick and we need to issue a public apology to our one of our favorite Mikey's Joe Cali. For not being able to play his voicemail for not and being able to making him sound like a, thinking that he would even possibly sound like a nerd. Well, that was the joke because obviously we knew he'd sound really hot and sexy and masculine. I think I said, I said he sounds masculine and te- filled with testosterone. What's up, fellas? It's Joe Kelly calling. You know, I had to call in after you're talking about buffalo and chicken wings. So let me go through a few things with you real quick. I'm hard. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, I'm sweating. Buffalo wings here. They're just wings. And no one, unless little children, think it boneless wings. That's not even an option. He's got a nice pace how he talks. Uh, blue cheese is the preferred sauce. Did he uh, write this as like a speech? Ranch if we request it, your server probably will stare you down. Also, boys, come on out to Buffalo. Men with mics on wheels. Make it out here. Let's do this thing. All right. Give me a call back. We'll talk. See you soon. All right. I'm, I'm in love. I'm in love. He's I'm, hot. I'm hard as fuck. We might have to pause this episode so we calm down. Yeah, like Holy I'm, shit. I feel like if I was a girl and that man approached me in the bar and started talking to me, like I would, like my legs would start to shake a little bit because I'd be like about to fall over. <laughs> Take me I home, fucking please. fucking love Joe Kelly. Uh, this is going to be weird if we ever meet him in person one day. He's going to be like, I just want to be clear, guys. Uh, I'm straight. Uh, so <laughs> well, unless like, he's not, he might not yeah, be. He might not be, which is fine. Which is fine. That's like when I said there was that dude when I was in San Diego and we were acting like we loved him and he was freaked out because he thought we were like super gay and creepy. Remember I told you said that? Yeah, when you were same on your trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah same yeah. thing. Like Joe Cali's gonna be like, scared of us. But Joe Cali, you sound really hot and cool and everything I could have ever dreamed of and more. Love you, Joe Cali. We'll, we'll be in Buffalo soon. Per usual, we love you, Joe Cali. Um, okay. Corners of the internet. Corners of the internet. Who you want to you- go first? I, or I can go first. I could... Sh- well, let's start with one. That- We've been talking about a lot of sports, so I could quickly give my sports one. Yeah, go to go to your sports one. Kevin Durant, still the fucking goat. Did you see this clip that went viral this yes. past week? You so basically- somebody, I think it was even like a Nets fan. Yeah. Which that's what I love is like 
He doesn't give a fuck who you are. Right. Like, you could be a fan of him, a fan of the team, whatever. He will just say whatever he wants to say to you. So a fan was like, uh, like oh, he yelled, take over the game. Yeah, he yelled, like come on, Kevin, take over the game. Or come on, Kevin, you need to take over the game. And Kevin Durant just turns to him and goes, you need to sit down and shut the fuck up. <laughs> just like, what the but that, fuck? But that's what we were saying last week, that people who do that kind of shit are assholes. And I'm down for the players to be like, fuck off. I, but this guy wasn't being an asshole. This guy was like kind of encouraging him. No, but it's kind of like, Let, just, oh, you think I should play good? Like, like you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, oh, yeah, you think? Oh, I'm not playing good enough for you. Yeah. I'm not taking over this game enough. Right. Yet. It's like, shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah. Obviously, I'm supposed to play well and win. Like, So I just wanted to talk about that because I love Kevin Durant. And he just keeps proving to me how much I love him. Yeah. Once he stopped giving a shit, he became way more awesome. Way cooler. Yeah. He's on a, he's on a good, uh, I was going to say heel turn, but it's the opposite of a heel turn. Yeah. What do you, uh, I don't know what you call that. There's, there is a term for it in wrestling. There definitely is. Fuck. When I become a professional wrestler, I'll let you know something about something or. Oh, I think she's like, it sounds like it smells like a candle. Like she just put out uh, a candle, that kind of thing. Uh, I say I smell something. Hope nothing's burning. Um, okay. Should we. Should Wait, we, I have a quick question for you. Yes. It's a little off topic. Okay. I told Haley today I was going to ask you this. Uh oh. Would you consider being my personal trainer? Want to be honest? No. Okay. No, I think I sent you workout programs. I know, but I can't. The whole point is I need someone to keep me motivated that like if right. I don't go to the gym, they're going to be like, where the fuck are you? Well, so I started. That was why if people that don't know, I used to do just like online personal training. And that was my biggest realization is that most people's issue really is just the motivation to go. So doing it through the Internet doesn't really solve what the real problem is. And it's someone who holds you accountable. So I agree that that's probably like your biggest issue. Is I'm saying like you wherever you go to the gym, I'll come to you. I'll meet you there. There's a few things. One in general, I do not like working out with other people. Okay. Like for the most, like it's not like a you thing. I actually typically don't even like it. Even if it's someone we're like kind of on the same level, do the same things. I still don't really like it. I like having it as a me time Two, I feel like you're just gonna slow me down to be honest. I had a feeling you would say yeah. no. And I will look for alternative options. Yes. But the problem also is trainers are expensive. Exactly. I mean, I was going to pay you. Yeah. If you need extra. Nah, I wouldn't let you pay me just because I'm not going to do a good enough. Like people ask me for shit still sometimes. And it's like, dude, I don't even think like, like, I don't know. My brain just doesn't work like that anymore. I can't think, or I don't remember half the shit I knew. Half the shit I knew is bullshit anyway. It's literally just going. It's just being consistent. It's just going, going. It's it's just going it and being consistent and putting an effort. It's not just going and you're on your phone and not paying attention. Like, That's my, my issue is I worry that I'm, I'm not going to get enough out of going, but like I should just go at all because I'm going to get more than not going. Right. I, I like, I, I used to make up my own workouts. I just, I buy programs now from like two guys. I'll just buy programs, follow it. And it's just, cause I, I don't like think I'm focused on other things now. So it's all a matter of lessening the friction of going. It's mm-hmm. just have the thing you're going to do. You go do it and get out. Yeah. Like do it hard. So I'm thinking but, about buying a, one of the at home, really expensive things. I could say the net tonal. Have you seen yeah. those? Yeah. I, I worked out at home obviously during COVID and I kind of liked it, but it limits what you can do for sure. So it's kind of getting, being okay with, I don't have access to like a full commercial gym. Mm-hmm. You know, eventually I missed, I was okay with it for a while. Eventually I was like, eh, I would prefer to have everything available to me. Something funny related to this. Haley's dad texted us this week and she's like, he, sorry, he was like, 
I want to buy, he's like, I'm buying uh, dumbbells off of Facebook marketplace from someone in Hoboken. Can you guys go pick them up for me? And we were like, yeah, sure. And she was like, how funny would it be if it's Vinny? <laughs> I was like, yeah, that would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> he's like, gives us the address. And like, I don't even know your address off the top of my head. So we like they go and up, show yeah. up and like, you just walk out and I'm like, I'm here to get those dumbbells. <laughs> <laughs> Actually would be really funny. Um, so yeah, sorry, I'm no help. I sent you programs though. That's about all I'm going to do for you at this point. I don't help anyone. Yeah. Also, I mean, the issue is point. I haven't even opened that email yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People ask me for shit. So I'm like, bro, I'm, don't waste your time because my I can't do that anymore. Fair point. That, that, that part of me is gone. Okay. I just want to throw it out there. Oh, yeah. Because so I do want to become a professional WWE wrestler. And part of that is getting yeah, you in need better to work shape. Out. <laughs> it does. That is a necessity. Yeah. Um, okay. Should we talk about something light before we get into something controversial or controversial than light? I think we go we go light first, probably. Okay, so I asked you this. Have you seen my corner of the internet has it mostly filled with people I know I have some relationship with, not just like news story kind of things. Have you seen the match day posts everyone's been doing? No, I have no idea what you're even talking about. So apparently I didn't know this and I guess we're just getting to the age where people our age are at this point in their careers where people in the medical profession I guess they go to med school and then you get a match oh, day. Where you, I know what match day is in that sense. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Is it just like bid day for sororities? So it's actually like a, a big, big deal. So yeah, but everyone's posting about it. Like they got into like Sigma Chi Alpha Phi. It's similar. It's <laughs> yeah. similar. So yeah. you basically, it, it kind of like is really fucked up because uh, for example, my friend who went through match day last year, she has a, a boyfriend who she's now engaged to that they had been dating for all of undergrad, all of postgrad. So at that point, they'd been together for eight years. Like they're a solid relationship. And she was worried about the two of them not getting matched at the same hospital. Because you don't have a choice. You get matched at certain hospitals, and but it's also the, the line of like, my one friend got internal medicine. But you're like, are you even guaranteed to get like cardiology, internal medicine, this or that? Like, is that a guarantee? And it's just what hospital you're at? I think what you want to do is a guarantee. And then what you do is you list your top three in order. Hostiles. So you're like, yeah. So you're like, one would be here, two would be here, three would be here. And whatever you get matched with, you get matched with and you have to go for do how long? your you know? residency. It's like probably like a three or four year residency. Yeah. So if you're in a relationship with someone, you get separated, it fucks it it's up. It's long distance for three or four years. That's crazy. And you don't have a choice. You have to like go do your residency at that hospital. Yeah. It was just like everyone, bump, like I was like, I don't even understand. Like, I didn't know this was a thing. Like what are they... It's and I didn't so know, crazy. I didn't know if it was like I was saying, if it's cardiology versus internal medicine or if it was, I didn't think about it being the hospital, but I guess it's more the hospital. The hospital is what you're getting matched with. I want, I bet like what you want to do is would a affect, little more, would affect yes. what hospitals are options for you. That makes sense. Okay. Um, something kind of similar to that, actually. Do you know how like New York public schools work? No. I was talking about this with my friend recently. It's actually fucking crazy. So, so much pressure on kids. So New York public schools, because I have a couple friends who grew up in like Manhattan, Harlem and shit. So they explain this to me. I know it's a thing. So the New York public school system is not based on totally just geographic location. You basically test into schools. So when you're in middle school, so like young teenager, they give you the equivalent of some kind of SAT type of exam, some you know, standard exam everyone mm -hmm. takes that basically determines, you know, the better you do, the better school you end up in. 
What? Yes. Yeah, so you put all that this. That is so fucked. So you put pressure on these young teenagers who some of them probably just don't give a fuck about school and not realizing the ramifications of if they do bad, it sets them back. So these kids, like if you test poorly, a lot of times that forces parents to pony up money to pay for a private school because their son or daughter only got into a bad, like a poorly funded, not good public school because they did bad on this test. So it's almost like there's so much pressure on it. It's like you're, if you're, you know, not super well off financially, like say you live in Harlem or something like that, and you're like not, you know, have a lot of money. If your 14 year old son or daughter does bad, that might cost you, you know, like 40 grand extra pre college because you're like, I don't want my son to be at this bad school, so I'm gonna pay now for him to go to the private school. How fucked is that? They do it to young kids, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. Also, like so much pressure, like standardized testing has all of its issues of its own where like some kids could be super fucking smart, but just bad at taking a test. Yeah. And it's like, how, how are you supposed to come up with one test that determines how smart everyone is there? It's almost impossible to do. Right. So like, there's a whole other bag of issues of like, this test isn't a real testament of how smart my kid is. I I think, I think having a test is important. Like if you're talking about college, but it should just be one of, a ton of different factors. It just shouldn't be the end all be all like this test is really what determines it. But that's what it seems like unless I'm, if anyone knows that I'm not explaining some aspect of the New York public school system kind of thing, I think it just hinges on this test. I think you're probably right. And that's crazy. That's so much pressure. If you put like, I don't know, that's just a crazy thing to do. And like to the families, like, I don't know. That just, my friend told me, I was like, that's fucked up that they do that. You know what I would say though, if you had an issue with it and maybe for everyone it's not possible, but like just leave New York City. Everywhere else in the world is cheaper to live. It's probably better to live. Like every, every time anybody complains about New York city, I just tell them to leave. Nothing is keeping you here. Anywhere else you go, you could live for less. Yeah. Most people who are New Yorkers though, it's like they're New Yorkers. So telling them to leave is not the same as someone who's a transplant. Like, and I don't like New York, but my job's here. Like they're like, no, this is. You were born and raised there. It's a different story. Like you're basically being like moved to another country. Somebody, Haley and I had like a really cool conversation with this old Irish guy in an Irish pub uh, last weekend where he, we, he, he was asking about like, you know, are we from New York and how long have we lived in New York? We said, where are you from? And we we're like here, like we live here. And he's like, yeah, but you're not from here. Like I could tell you're not like born. And we're like, yeah, but you know, just outside around here. And he, we we're like, how about yourself? Ireland, we're guessing. Cause he's got a super thick Irish accent. And he's like, yeah, but I've been here for 20 plus years or whatever. And he was talking about how much he loves New York. And he's like, the thing I love about New York, he goes, you could go to any other city in the country. Nobody loves where they're from the way people who live in New York love living in New York. He's like, you go to London. Like if you ask where somebody's from in London, like they might give you like the neighborhood or they might give you where they grew up or they might give you, he's like, nobody's ever like, oh, I'm a Londoner. So you'll never, he's like, I'm a New Yorker is a phrase for a reason. Like, and I noticed it last night when the St. Peter's team won their game against Murray state last night, the lady was interviewing the coach and she's like, you know, the state of New Jersey, like something, she called him a New Jersey and he's like, whoa, 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 I'm a New Yorker. He's like, New Jersey's adopted me now. He's like, but I I was born and raised in New York. Like he paused the interview to let her know that. Yeah. It's a very cool aspect of New York that all the shitty things about New York that's what makes me love New York. One of the shitty things, the public school system. 
<laughs> public school system and the trash on the streets. Those are the main two things that, yes, you when you bring that up, I don't have a good and, argument. And the rats the size of dogs. Yes. Those three things, you bring that up, yeah, I'm going to give you the win. I'm going to give yeah. you the W that it would be nicer if we didn't have piles of trash sitting on the curb every single morning. Yeah. <laughs> so much. It's I, tough that, to argue against that. That used to be my favorite uh, think like a snap to send to my friends is just walking through like how much you like I heart New York and it's just trash everywhere on the street. Yeah, you're like sliding by people yeah. because like the trash is taking up, up the sidewalk. The sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> Love that shit. It's just a real thing that happens. All right, we got we're at close to an hour, so let's nice. Let's, let's buzz figure through. out what yeah, let's buzz through what we want to get through. But should we? I think we got to talk about this um, Leah Thomas girl who won the NCAA championship. All right, should we do Leah Thomas and then the Senate bill and then yeah. Is that good for us? Yeah. And then I have one tweet. I want to read the worst uh, yes, tweet of the yes, week. Yes. Okay. All right. So let's do the Leah Thomas thing. And we we, thought we said we're going to be. Listen. We're going to be nice. I've, listen. I have we said talked this, about your racist. Who knows what other ists and phobics you got in your bloodline. I have said so many times on this podcast, if, I, if you are a transgendered person and you want to go by she, like, I have no problem with calling you she. And anybody that does is a piece of shit because what does it bother your life to call that, like refer to that person as a girl and call them she? Yeah, it doesn't matter. But I can't help but like see this and really understand where the outrage is coming from. Like when it comes, I always say like with my my views on the world, I always think logically and logically the people that are pissed about this are logically correct. Explain what? So- Leah Thomas is a transgendered girl. Was a man. Transitioned to very recently. Very recently. And was was a a swimmer at the University of Pennsylvania, transitioned to a woman, now competes women's swimming events. And basically crushed everyone. Crushed all the records. And beat like an Olympic silver medalist, I think, in the finals. And yeah, and broke all of the records, which like you would expect pretty much any any man who can compete on a division one swimming team is probably going to be able to beat any woman on a division one swimming team. And that's what happened. And so, like, people are really pissed off. About and the this. crazy thing for me was when you saw the picture, Leah Thomas is the next three, uh, you know, second, third, and fourth place. You combine them size wise, and it was Leah Thomas. I did have a moment of feeling bad for her, for Leah, because there was a, a picture I saw where like second, third, and fourth place girls. Yeah, they did it together. They all like got but together and then she was just like standing next to them. And I think the reason for that though is because they're pissed about it, but they, I think also being under a college, you can't be as vocal about it. You have to kind of, I think the swimmers are definitely not happy about it. I oh. think they have to pretend that they're not pissed about it. Absolutely. Imagine working your entire life for something to have like that be the reason that you came in second. Right. Yes. And didn't get and didn't get the championship that you've been working towards and you were probably going into this year expected to win like Right. Yeah, like this was your senior year, this was your chance to win. Also people that don't know just to clarify the picture Casey's talking about it was Leah Thomas on her own in the first place of the podium and then the second and third place girls brought the fourth place girls on to take girl on to take the picture as if like this is the real This first, would be the third. real top 3 right. if this. And there was like uh a video that went viral of a woman who was, she was saying. She had such a great line in that video. Yeah, she said, because he said. What he if, was like, he, all right, so I imagine what happened where we pick up is she's arguing with like. Uh, it's like a nerdy woke college kid kind of. Exactly. Dude. She's arguing with him and she's videotaping. So I'm guessing like her daughter's racing probably. 
And I think, yeah. I think as her daughter's racing, she was probably openly complaining. Yes. Like she was probably like, this is ridiculous. Like, and then this right. kid turned around and gets offended and, and starts got fighting. offended, yeah. started arguing with her. And someone started filming at that moment. And like, they're arguing about basically whether or not Leah is a girl or a guy. Yes. And he, and he at one point says, are you a biologist? And she, and she had a British accent too. I told Haley, I was like, if she's not British, she looks it's, way worse in this worse, video. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody will be like fucking Karen, like yeah. because she's British, like it just sounds better. She goes, no, but I'm not a vet and I know what a fucking dog is. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, what a fucking line. But also <laughs> what I thought was you could have just been like, yeah, but you're not either. You know what I mean? Like he's arguing this and he's like, well, you're not a biologist. Like, well, buddy, you're not either. So I like, then, then where does that leave us? <laughs> yeah. And I think you're not either. You know, the NCAA kind of fucked up what Haley gave me more insight into it because she said the NCAA kind of fucked up because they didn't put any rules around this sort of thing happening. Yes. But now I think they did where like, I don't know, like they're going to test your level they of test hormones. Your, your level of hormones because I don't think Leah Thomas has like transitioned anything other than hormone therapy. Yes, but like outside of hormones and again, I'm not a biologist, so I don't know. Isn't just like structural, just like structural, like the bones are different. The muscles, muscles. Again, you see the size difference. She's huge compared to the other girls. Like it's, I don't they just make a transgender for sports. Just make a transgender thing and have it be that. I'm actually down with that. Just I think do that's that. a perfect. I think that's actually the best solution. Just possible. do that and it's done. It opens a pool up that maybe more can compete because maybe some of them aren't good enough to compete in a men's or women's division, depending on the way they transition. Just be like transgender. This is, and that's it. Mm -hmm. And then. You, you, you're free to compete in that. Yeah. And then I just leave it. It is such a touchy subject because it is one of those things where like almost in every other scenario, I am on the side of like the transgendered person. Like I'm like, yes, why do you care? Like when Ben Shapiro's like tweeting out, like you are either born a male or a female. And like that is scientific and blah, blah, blah. I'm always like, shut the fuck up. Why do you care? But then this situation comes up and I'm like, well, now I care. Like now I also care because I feel bad for those girls that would have taken first, second and third. Yeah, I guess people, not everyone. Some people just don't like like certain types of people. I think some people care a little more just be, when it becomes like what you're saying where it's, I don't care, you can do whatever you want. It doesn't affect me. But then people feel like they're trying to make it affect them somehow. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's when people start getting like over the top angry. But some people definitely are just like, no, oh, fuck that. Like, blah, blah, blah. You know, exactly. it depends on the person. Some people are just like ignorant yeah. and just want to be mad about things just to be mad. Yeah. Fuck those people. Right. But like when something like this comes up, I could totally see where I try and always, whenever I think about these situations, to try to put myself in that person's shoes. So I try to do it with both of these people, right? Like the girls that didn't take first that could have, and also Leah, the girls that didn't take first that could have, I would be livid. Like I would, I would, yeah. I would honestly, I think it would change my life. Like, I think I would be so angry at the world for having worked that hard and that yeah. long to have like this be the reason I don't win. I so would, that you perceive as being unfair. Exactly. Yeah. I would literally think the world is an unfair place and it would make me a miserable person. Yeah. More, uh, what's cynical. And then I put myself in Leah's shoes and I'm looking at that picture of those three girls off to the side and I'm like, how excluded must she, like she feel right now? Like she must feel awful. Imagine winning a national championship and then like nobody counts it. But then yeah, I'm like, 
But I also think sometimes if you're a real athlete, you'd kind of have an understanding of the advantage you have in that scenario. And you know what really brought it home for me? Caitlyn Jenner is on the side of the girls, not Leah Thomas. Yeah. Caitlyn Jenner is like the transgender Caitlyn person. Jenner also, She's like the president. But, of, she, like, <laughs> but she does tend to like surprisingly lean right. She in really does. affiliation. She's yeah. like very right. Um, so With everything. Yeah, with, like with literally everything except like, yeah. like Everybody's always like, what? That's yeah. how you feel? Like yeah. every time they're always like, well, Caitlyn Jenner feels this way. I didn't yeah. see that coming. Which is very interesting. To the point where now you see it coming. You're right. like, oh, that's right. Yeah. You're but, a conservative transgender yes. person. Yeah. I wonder how many. Conservative yeah, probably transgender. Not many. Probably not too many. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think, but like so many things, the solution is just to do like everyone makes it a binary A or B, just like do C. Like what I said, just make a transgender thing and you're done. The the bathroom situation or the men in the, the just make a gender neutral, only one person in the bathroom at a time. Just make yeah. that the norm. New York City, just, that is the norm. Every place Pretty much you, every bar every in New York City. Every place you go, it's just three rooms with the bath, with the toilet and a sink. And it's anyone could go in it. Then you're Not fine. even. Or like the doors are like you walk in and it, like in New York City, almost all the bars you go to, they're one person bathrooms. Yeah. Just something like that. Yeah. I'm just saying like you have like three one person bathrooms or something like, like whatever yeah. it is. Just do that. And then, you know, and then there's no argument. What's the argument? Anyone could go in there and you're fine. Mm-hmm. Just do that. Um, I think right. honestly, we could put that quote on like an Instagram thing and it would go viral. What? Everybody always thinks it's A or B. Just, just pick, do C. Just pick C. And yeah. then like Don Chen, like in like a script. <laughs> You'll be getting that tattooed on themselves. Yeah, favorite exactly. Quote. Um, um, all right. You have one more. I have one more. And then we'll call it a day. All right. Last thing, like lighter notes. So Senate passed a bill to make daylight savings time permanent. Fuck yeah, baby. Yeah. For once in our lives, I feel like this is one thing that as a country, we have all, we have all been able to like corral around and agree with. No right. more fucking daylight savings time. Stop making us change our clocks. Right. Especially when the reasoning is like farming. The farming from a thousand years ago. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I've seen people argue against it though because they're saying at like in the worst case scenarios, like the least amount of sunlight you're getting, the sun's now would be rising like 8.30 a.m. around here. And then it's still going to set only around 5.30 or something like that. So you're kind of like, you're still not out of work at that point, so it's really not solving the problem. I just think I don't give a shit about having daylight in the morning. It's more so frustrating. It's the most frustrating thing is when the sun's still not setting. Like you have like pure daylight if you're if you're commuting to work. So you get to work, you're miserable all day. It's cold as shit. You leave and it's dark, and you're like, I missed the whole fucking day. Yep. So like any any type of minor amount of sunlight when you leave work makes you psychologically feel like I didn't waste my whole fucking day sitting at my desk. Which I didn't do the time to, or I didn't take the time to like figure out in my head which one this was adding. This is adding like, we'll just always have more daylight at the end of the day. Later, yes. It's like everything's later. Thank God. Yes. Yes, I could not agree more with you. Literally, just because we changed it uh, recently, Friday of this week, I got done working. Haley got done working. We like went to go walk to the bar and have a drink. And... I didn't even realize I checked my phone. It was already like seven o'clock. And I was like, wow, look at this. It's fucking bright. light yeah. out still. Like yeah. this is fucking awesome. I want more light. And every, I just want more light later in the day. I don't care about my commute to work. I don't care. It's just, I want to leave work and have the least amount of feeling like I wasted my day. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So um, we're on board with that. One last thing. Finally, the government does something right. Finally. The worst tweet of all time, possibly. Okay. So our last thing. So this guy is a, he is a real like, 
economist brutal, and brutal tweet of the week. Remember, I sh- we had brutal best tweet of the week, brutal tweet of the week, most brutal tweet of the week, brutal tweet of the week. This is not meant to be taken sarcastically or a comedy tweet whatsoever. I understand times are hard, but doesn't the president of the Ukraine own a suit? I don't have much respect for current members of the U.S. Congress either, but I still wouldn't address them wearing a T-shirt. I wouldn't want to disrespect the institution or the United States. Shut Who is that? Peter Schiff. What should he do? He should shut the fuck up. <laughs> he really should. I mean, there's a war going on, dude. Yeah. I don't know how you type that whole thing out, reread it, and you're like, yep, and you press tweet still. He's like an uptight, losery kind of guy, though. That's like some shit that like we would say on our podcast. As like a joke. Like we yes, can't be sarcastic. Exactly. Yeah. Or like yeah. Tim Dillon would tweet that. Right. And everyone would be like, oh, like the, everyone who thinks Tim Dillon's not a comedian and they think he's like actually a yeah, political. Being serious, yeah. That's my favorite part is to go read the replies to Tim Dillon's tweet. That's the best. The best, the best like, tweets are the sarcastic tweets or people are <coughs> like people don't understand that it's a joke and think it's serious and get mad. When I read this one, I was like, oh, I wonder, like I've never heard of this guy. I wonder if he has like a stand-up special. <laughs> and I went and clicked on his profile and it was like, econ- like yeah. head economist he's, for blah, blah. He's a very famous, like, yeah. I was like, what the guy. fuck? This is, this guy's being serious right now. Yeah. He's pretty brutal. Like, he's moron. like very anti crypto and like all shit like that. He's very like traditional finance. Yeah. Dude. And he's a loser. Fun fact. When a war is going on, that Who gives a fuck that you are the president of the country leading up that war. Maybe you don't have to care what you're wearing. Yeah. Also, I get annoyed personally where I feel like, this is like politics, geopolitical stuff. I get annoyed that the U.S. is like the most powerful country, but we're kind of pussies all the time. And I feel like we should be like, no, fucking respect us. And we help out all these countries and blah, blah, blah. Like kind of being more assertive in the fact that like we're the U.S. I feel like we act like pussies a lot of time with the rest of the world. I don't think you need to have the take of they need to show us respect and like dress up proper for us. Like what's what, worse what is I he give a fuck. I think he's British. Peter Schiff. He's British. That's why he referred to it as like members of the U.S. Congress. Like he, uh, he's British. Just caught, co- and he's commenting on how yeah, like I should like, respect the it's, U.S. It's a ridiculous thing to be like the like oh the dude from Zimbabwe has to dress it's, dress up for me. Like it's weird off. for a British guy to say because my favorite part about British politics, whenever I catch like viral clips from them, is they're always like very casual, they're crazy. Yeah. They're like dressed in like t-shirts and jeans, and like yeah. they talk just like a normal human would. They don't put fancy words out. That's awesome. British politics are actually really yeah. entertaining. The, the best is when Boris Johnson recently, when he got rid of all the COVID mandates and everyone, it just turned into a party in, in the fucking <laughs> yeah. chamber, whatever the fuck it's called. They all just got lit. They're like, let's go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah, everyone gets. And so, and so, and so, <laughs> <laughs> Diplo comes out. Yeah. It's a DJ Boris set Johnson starts. is like, COVID vaccinations are gone. And ladies and gentlemen, Diplo. Guy <laughs> <Kygo>. go. <laughs> uh, that was a good all one. Right. That was a good I one. I think that's the best one we've done yet. We're going to start saying that at the end of every, every time. That was the best episode we've had. Like, subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends. We love you. Uh, thanks. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know your thoughts.